UFOs. Are they real or not? Does the government know more about UFOs than they currently admit? Do you believe the latest whistleblowers, or do you think they're full of shit? Well, come on, you need to pick a side. Are you a believer or a debunker? Are you a champion for disclosure, or are you a pseudo-skeptic just throwing cold water on every UFO claim? For whatever reason, some people feel like an interest in UFOs is a competitive sport that requires picking sides. And that's pretty fucking stupid. Is it UFO or UAP? The government's confusing me. The experts make it complicated. Lack of answers has me jaded. UFO, I don't know. UAP, yeah, I guess so. Searching for answers, where to begin? Round and round in circles again. Thunderstruck by mass confusion. Is it fact or fiction? Convolution. Hello, citizens, and welcome to UFO UAP WTF. I'm your host, Jason McClellan, and together we'll be exploring the fascinating, enigmatic, and frustrating subject of UFOs. If you've spent any time looking into the subject of UFOs during the past few years, you've likely heard about, read about, or even seen what appears to be a hostile UFO community filled with people who are at odds with each other, Lots of infighting, name-calling, heated exchanges, and an overall message from hardcore UFO believers that essentially says, if you're not with us, you're against us. That certainly doesn't sound like an inviting community, or anything that anybody curious about this strange topic of UFOs would have any desire to be part of or contribute to. But is that really a true representation of the UFO community? Is picking sides or assigning a defined label to yourself and others a requirement when it comes to UFOs? Let's spend some time today exploring that. On June 5th, 2023, news site The Debrief published a story about a new UFO whistleblower named David Grush. Grush is reported as being a former intelligence official and Air Force combat veteran who provided analysis as a representative of the National Reconnaissance Office to the Pentagon's now-defunct UAP task force. And he alleges that he has spoken to people who claim to have worked on deeply covert programs in possession of both retrieved intact and partially intact craft of non-human origin. In an interview with the media outlet News Nation, Grush said he's seen evidence of a UFO crash retrieval program secretly run by the U.S. and that the government has even found intact bodies of non-humans. During this interview, he stated, quote, People started to confide in me, approach me. I have plenty of senior, former intelligence officials that came to me, many of which I knew almost my whole career, that confided in me that they were part of a program. They told me, based on their oral testimony, and they provided me documents and other proof that there was in fact a program that the UAP task force was not read into, end quote. He also added, quote, there's a sophisticated disinformation campaign targeting the U.S. populace, which is extremely unethical and immoral, end quote. Obviously, a former senior intelligence official making these extraordinary claims publicly is noteworthy. But incredible claims made by military and government officials isn't what we're focusing on today, We've covered that on previous episodes, 
So why did I bring up the recent Grush claims? Well, because it provides an ideal example of a recent event that generated passionate, polarizing, and even contentious reactions from individuals in the UFO community. I definitely saw several passionate individuals posting comments and memes on social media celebrating the news of Grush's claims as a sign of disclosure, proof of a government cover-up, and a fatal blow to all the debunkers and skeptics out there who only live to try and discredit all things UFO. Okay, so let's take a step back and look at the reality of the situation from a logical and unbiased, emotion-free point of view. As I already stated, yeah, you bet this particular story is newsworthy. A former high-level figure from the U.S. intelligence community has made some pretty sensational claims. And Congress is looking into these claims to see if there's anything to them. Congressional hearings are reportedly in the works that would feature Grush as a witness. And Grush also filed a complaint with the Department of Defense Inspector General. So that investigation is still ongoing as far as we know. Keep in mind, though, that the DODIG complaint is a reprisal complaint, something he filed after he alleges word got out about his whistleblower testimony, and he feels he was denied security clearances and or access to certain programs because of that. So that's what the DODIG deals with and what the specific investigation is looking at. I wouldn't expect anything to come from that investigation in terms of determining the veracity of Grush's alien claims. However, Senator Marco Rubio did recently make comments to the press that other government officials and people who reportedly have first-hand knowledge of the secret programs alleged by Grush have come forward and voiced support for those claims. This little development in the story inexplicably invigorated enthusiastic believers who, again, interpreted this as a monumental victory for Team UFO, giving each other virtual high fives and filling social media feeds with memes about all the tears the debunkers must be shedding because they viewed Rubio's comments as confirmation of all Grush's extraordinary claims. This is a nice opportunity to provide a little reminder that I state often, but we all need to hear it periodically. The UFO topic is exciting. It's perfectly normal to have your curiosity piqued by fantastic stories and seemingly major news stories involving military and government. We've certainly seen lots of that in recent years. But with every UFO story, it's important to keep excitement, emotions, and expectations in check and really listen to and think about what the story actually says not reading more into it than is actually there, and not forcing interpretations of the story that fit our personal desires or beliefs. In the case of the Rubio story that has some people celebrating, this is, in my opinion, one of those cases, like so many others, where it's being hyped into something way more than it actually is. Very plainly, Senator Rubio simply offered comments, stating that other whistleblowers have offered testimony about working on alleged UFO crash retrieval programs, and others have voiced support for Dave Grush, both endorsing his character and supporting his incredible claims. That's the story. There's no confirmation of the claims. There's no vindication of anything. And that information is already publicly known. Sure, it means that we'll likely hear more in the future about other government whistleblowers making incredible claims. But that's par for the course, really. It's old hat at this point. We have no shortage of current and former high-ranking military and government personnel who have and do make incredible claims about UFOs, aliens, a government cover-up, etc. And to this day, 
they still remain unsubstantiated claims that keep the classic UFO lore perpetually cycling through the ears of people who eagerly seek answers about UFOs. But excitement and strong desires for answers, for government disclosure aside, the main thing I want to address today is this odd necessity for competition and partisanship in the UFO community. As we already discussed, social media has no shortage of petty squabbles, mudslinging, and taunting. It's embarrassing to watch sometimes. It's weird that this needs to be stated, but there aren't, and shouldn't be, sides or teams when it comes to UFOs. It might be surprising to hear, but very few people believe exactly the same thing when it comes to UFOs. That's a good thing. The search for answers related to UFOs is a personal quest. It's not a religion. There isn't one correct path, one established and authorized narrative that must be followed, one line that must be followed and never questioned. We all have to form our own opinions, our own beliefs. We have to individually weigh evidence as it's presented, determine how we want that evidence to affect our personal beliefs, if at all, and allow our opinions and beliefs to change over time as we entertain and consider new information. Harassment, name-calling, and mudslinging are other behaviors that are confusing, but sadly not surprising to see in the UFO crowd. Complaints of harassment and name-calling is an old trope in the UFO community. A common thing we hear repeated time and time again is how UFO believers face such adversity because of the stigma surrounding the topic of UFOs. They have to endure laughter and mockery because of their beliefs. Yet, what we see today are the same folks pleading for the mitigation of the stigma and ridicule toward UFO believers are turning around and becoming the most visible hurlers of ridicule back at others who don't share their views. People love labels for some reason. There's this need to assign labels to people and put them into groups or categories. Folks who don't support and celebrate every single piece of UFO-related news are labeled skeptics or debunkers. The pseudo-skeptic label is the popular choice these days, as any skepticism raised about any UFO claim is viewed by hardcore UFO believers as insincere. Skepticism has become a bad thing. You're not allowed to question anything, and if you do, you're doing it dishonestly with ulterior motives. It means you aren't really open-minded, and you're just really out to actively cast doubt on everything UFO-related because you don't believe in that nonsense, or you think it's all related to demonic forces, so you're actively trying to keep the lid on everything. Needless to say, it's gotten a little ridiculous. Regarding skeptics, look, skepticism is not only a good thing when it comes to the topic of UFOs, or any other strange topic, it's required. If you're genuinely interested in the truth and finding real answers, every claim related to UFOs should be questioned and scrutinized. There's no shortage of sensational stories and claims out there. And when it comes to UFO sightings, 90 to 95% are eventually identified as mundane objects. That means that almost all UFO sightings or stories you hear about aren't anything special. That's a big part of the unsexy, unsatisfying, and frustrating nature of UFOs. But that's the non-sensationalized, unhyped reality. But that detail aside, it's just common sense that when dealing with any topic, especially a mysterious and fringe topic like UFOs, 
you should question details of stories that are presented, do your research, weigh all available evidence, keep an open mind, and allow your position to change as new information is presented. The UFO topic has lots of baggage too, and as we've discussed, there's still a public perception that UFO believers in the UFO community are a bit crazy and just a bunch of hopeful believers who blindly follow what their leaders tell them to and are incapable or unwilling to objectively look at evidence and reach rational decisions. It's obviously to the advantage of the UFO community to be extra skeptical, to work hard to identify reported sightings, to expose or highlight bogus claims or flaws related to those claims, and to not hype or draw attention to absolutely every case, story, or mention of the word UFO. Again, the large majority of UFO cases aren't anything extraordinary at all. And when the UFO community celebrates, promotes, and pushes every single UFO story as a major history-making or big win, it dilutes the seriousness of the topic. It's the boy crying wolf. And it makes it that much more difficult for mainstream media and the general public to care when there is a story that merits attention. Skepticism isn't only not a bad thing when it comes to UFOs, it's a requirement. So... What about that label, skeptic? Well, again, labels are stupid. And again, everybody seriously interested in UFOs should be a skeptic. And that's probably why the current favorite name to sling at folks who don't champion and celebrate every UFO news story is pseudo-skeptic. This name implies that a person isn't being genuine with his or her skepticism. They're actually just firmly against any and all UFO stories, and they'll do and say anything to try to deflate any claims in an effort to keep people from believing and to sway others to join their anti-UFO mindset. I've got to say, it's pretty ridiculous seeing how many people throw around the pseudo-skeptic label these days. In all my years of studying UFOs and being active in this community, I've only ever encountered a couple of old crotchety guys who I believe were just completely anti-UFO and no possible evidence ever could change their minds. That's pretty unusual. For the most part, the individuals who appear to be the strongest skeptics when it comes to UFOs are actually the folks who want to believe the most. They want UFOs presented in the best possible way to the general public and they are truly looking for the truth no matter where that leads. All the name-calling and labeling is so weird. It's like being back in high school, but it's not all that surprising. This is human behavior, and certainly not limited to the UFO community. You'll see the same issues and same behavior in any community where people are passionate and emotions run high. As with labels, for some reason, people love belonging to groups or teams. Think of religion. Think of professional sports. Think of silly things in pop culture like Star Wars versus Star Trek. And weirdly, politics is a big example of this too. Humans love picking sides, taunting the other side, celebrating victories, and rubbing the other side's face in those victories. This is definitely present in the UFO world too. But that's so dumb because there are no sides when it comes to UFOs. There is no competition when it comes to UFOs. The only side that should exist is the side looking for the truth. But instead, we have teams who blindly support and essentially worship certain personalities, 
We have teams whose only apparent connection is a shared hatred for certain individuals. There are teams who only care about disclosure. There are teams only interested in the alleged recovery of non-human technology. There's no shortage of these teams in the UFO community. But again, it's pretty dumb to have teams related to this topic because it isn't a competition. There are no sides. We all have our own individual beliefs. Those beliefs change. And very few people believe exactly the same way about everything related to UFOs. Back to UFO basics. You can't claim to be an objective, unbiased researcher looking for the truth and adopt a blanket position on everything UFO. Every UFO case is different. It has to be viewed independently from other cases. Choosing teams or sides is short-sighted and incongruent with a genuine quest for answers. And despite all the UFO evidence that's allegedly out there, personal belief is still something we all have when it comes to this topic. And that's important to keep in mind when you're following all these stories about various members of Congress or other areas of the government and military making public statements about UFOs. Government officials, military personnel, pilots, police officers, these are still humans. And when we start assigning these folks with superhuman memories, motives, ethics, and honesty, that's a sign that we've tossed logic and objective reasoning out the window and we're just forcing things to fit our desired narrative. You might remember hearing stories of Pentagon folks being against the Advanced Aerospace Weapons Systems Application Program, also known as OSAP, that reportedly conducted research at the infamous paranormal hotspot in Utah known as Skinwalker Ranch, and cutting funding for the program because they were afraid that the paranormal activity was a sign of demons. Some believe this, yet think it's impossible that Grush senators, etc., are influenced by personal belief. We're all influenced by personal belief, obviously, and we're all influenced and affected differently by things we encounter. That's why it's pretty dumb to see all the side-picking, team-choosing, name-calling, and general buffoonery that so many folks participate in when it comes to UFOs. Yes, UFOs is a complicated subject. Yes, there are countless rabbit holes you can get distracted by during your UFO research, like crop circles, abductions, cattle mutilations, crash retrievals, and so many more. Everybody has different views on all of those subtopics. But when it comes to UFOs overall, everybody with an interest in UFOs should be on the same team, and that's simply Team UFO. Understand that we're all on our own personal quests. We all don't and won't agree on everything. You don't need to feel threatened by someone else's viewpoint, and you don't need to convert anybody else to your way of thinking, or a way of thinking that others have told you that you need to adopt. So let's do better. Name-calling is childish. Presenting UFOs as some sort of mission with goals, victories, and an in-game is unnecessary and dishonest. UFOs are what they are. And that's a bunch of random, unrelated incidents that we get to evaluate individually. UFOs will always exist, no matter what news comes from the government, the military, or random whistleblowers. Even if the U.S. government admits it is in possession of a recovered non-human vehicle, that doesn't end UFO research. Again, every UFO is different, and the government possessing some random craft doesn't solve every UFO sighting or any UFO sighting other than the specific incident that led to the recovery of that specific craft. 
Keep things in perspective. Try to keep emotions in check. Try not to be a giant dick to others. And go Team UFO. That, my friends, is our brief look at the silly side-picking and labeling within the UFO community. I hope you learned something. I'm glad we could walk through that together. And, hey, if there's a case or topic you'd like to have featured or addressed on a future episode, a general comment, or anything else, I'd love to hear it. I'm easy to reach. You can always contact me on Twitter at Acecentric or shoot me an email at jason at rogueplanet.tv. I'm Jason McClellan. Thanks for hanging out today. Join me next time as we try to figure out together what the f*** is up with these UFOs. UFOs.